right, Seb, you want to start us off with the pipelines? Sure, we will. Um, <laughs> yep, uh, we will be talking about pipelines today. Uh, this is a terminology that was uh, brought to me, at least via my new gig, um, where I quickly realized that uh, in order for me to actually make sense at my job, I needed to use the word pipeline at least once in referring to any client that I had. Um, otherwise they, I, it seemed like they wouldn't know what I was talking about. Like if I was like, oh yeah, okay. On the to-do list or, uh, coming up next or something like this, like they would just kind of look at me or they wouldn't really resonate with them. But as soon as I said the word pipeline, everybody kind of like would sit straighter and like start nodding their head and shit. So, um, because of that, I've just been using the word pipeline as much as I can. Uh, pipeline basically refers to anything that is, uh, coming up in queue, getting ready to do something we need to consider, uh, going forward. Uh, and there's all the pipeline is always there. There's never not a pipeline and there's, and it's always full of shit. Um, so, <laughs> so people, uh, people are, if I'm not talking about the pipeline, people are asking me direct questions about what is actually in the pipeline. Uh, so, I better know. I better fucking know what's in the pipeline. Uh, that's my, that's my start off. Um, I don't know. Yeah. What, what about you? What, what's pipeline look like for you in, uh, in your job? Uh, my job, the pipeline is fucking jam full, uh, every moment of the day. And it's, mo it's, it's, it's about, um, what's the biggest, closest piece of the pipeline, uh, that is like seconds away from completely stopping the flow of the pipeline and maybe making the pipe burst. Uh, and can, when we got to get on that right now, <laughs> um, and then, and then I get, then you get calls and emails that are essentially like, hey, we got to add this to your pipeline. Um, what's coming down the pipe is even more pipeline than the pipeline you got. Um, yeah, that's... <laughs> true it's like the pipeline is the immediacy there's something in your pipeline and it's about to fucking come straight out uh if you're talking pipeline it's like the immediate thing you need to do at this moment wow oh yeah oh yeah um for my uh what about you Stu? you got any pipelines uh, you know what the thing about pipeline the thing about a pipeline is that a pipeline is always used as a justification for some decision being made oh yeah definitely definitely <laughs> every time i've had so many conversations where people are like where my boss is like uh where i'm asking him a question he's like well it depends what we have coming down the pipeline like my <laughs> life hinges on the pipeline <laughs> i'm like yo can we get a second dev to help me out with this he's like i don't know man the pipeline is like or you know with this pipeline it's hard to tell and that's like, like your your life hinges on the pipeline like hey hey uh, uh, can we get a second cup going here it's like well depends uh depends what's coming down the pipe dave what type of pipelines you got at work i don't know i mean you guys are all in a similar uh business and i'm in the business of mental health so i i'm really hoping for the smoothest pipeline always because when something problematic's in the pipeline it's like someone screaming in the bathroom that they're gonna kill themselves or uh you know, uh, the whole group turns on me, and it's me against uh, ten people in a in a in a male identifying PTSD group. So, like, I really don't want anything in the pipeline. I 
mean, I have like uh, insurance stuff that is, uh, you know, just the absolute bullshit of the pipeline. Um, but I'm, I'm really hoping for a smooth pipeline. I've definitely well, made I mean, decisions in my life that have blown out my own personal pipeline. But at work, I'm really hoping not to have that. Do you have coworkers coming down your pipeline at work? Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh we almost had like a a rupture in the in the sewage system a couple weeks ago just on some of that that stuff. Just when some when people really get personal and they kind of project that onto very unwell people, it's not good when that's in the pipeline. <laughs> Very, very bad. Would you say that one of the things that is always in your pipeline, though, are clients, clients coming in? There's always coming down the pipe. There's always a new client coming in the pipeline. Yeah, I would say that there's always a new client coming down the pipeline. And just the work that I'm doing, it is inevitable that there's also um, a truly tragic thing coming down the pipeline as well. Tragedy is in the pipeline. Tragedy is in the pipeline. Um, 10 day methamphetamine vendors are in the pipeline. Um, self, self harms in the pipeline. Uh, is that the deal at Rither with the, the Rither pipeline too? Yeah, man. Rither's pipeline was volatile. <laughs> it jammed up completely, right? Yeah. Yeah. In the pipeline. They almost, it's like they started that agency with completely jammed up lines. And then they were like, all right, make this work. And it was like, uh, well, the pipelines are jammed. We can't, you know. You know how you get it? You know how you have a set of pipes and then you have that like piece, which is like the four piece that <laughs> connects four pipes into one and they're all already jammed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel like, I feel like for Ryder, the pipeline preceded the agency. There was already a pipeline before before there was actually Ryder. <laughs> People are like, we need to create something, a place for this, these things to go from the pipe to the agency. Like there was so much fucking mental health issues going on. They're like, we don't even have a place to put these kids. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucked. You ever they built, they built that agency on like a toxic sewage wasteland. You ever heard you know with the pipeline, you ever heard the term uh drinking from a fire hose? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Have you ever have you ever heard the phrase don't boil the ocean? No. <laughs> no, I've not heard that. That's when you put too much shit in your pipeline. I hear that all the time. People are like, nah, go for the easy rinse, the low hanging fruit, don't try to boil the ocean, uh, you know, build build momentum, you know, uh get buy in. Um <laughs> and clear up that pipeline, baby. You know what I mean? Don't jam it up. But I swear to God, the only thing I know how to do with pipelines is fucking jam them up or think about how they're going to jam up, even if they aren't. Uh, and then um, experience like temporary relief where I dive back in an emotional pipeline spiral. What is it like in y'all's fields? Because they're all, at least in my understanding, somewhat similar, a little bit, maybe not. But like, what's it like? You guys talk about Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4, uh, you know, uh, whatever. Uh, what's it like for there to be a, um, an absolute blowout, an absolute jam up blowout in the pipeline? Uh, what What do your higher ups, how do they act? What, what is their behavior? Um, what do you mean an absolute jam out blow up in the pipeline on the Q1, Q4? <laughs> I think that makes sense to me. I think that's the only way I could actually understand what you're talking about is if you put it that way. <laughs> Just a total, a total Q1, Q4 jammer. A jammer? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I'm talking about a Q1 meltdown. A Q4 jam. A Q, like, what happens when Q1 goes into cardiac arrest and blows out? You're going to have a tough Q2, I'll tell you that. Yeah. What are your bosses? What? How do they behave? So Someone's getting fired. <laughs> 
Someone's getting their ass blown right out of the pipeline. <laughs> Someone has to sit through a one-on-one. That's the worst. We don't have a one-on-one. We gotta have a check-in or a talk. Yeah. So far, I haven't. So the way my company works and the business that I'm in works, like the only thing that happens is we just keep growing and it just keeps getting more insane and the pipeline keeps like, um, like uh, warping and like sh- shape shifting from the pressure. Um, uh, so I have yet to see something where the pipe, like pipeline, completely burst. Even with projects that were completely pear shaped and underwater, and everyone's losing their shirt and taking a bath, you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I. I, I don't know. I haven't seen anyone get fired at my job. There's no such yeah. thing as a blown out pipeline in business. It's just like, there's just the only blown out pipeline is no pipeline. They'll, they just blow a blown out pipeline is blowing you out by just being in, like having an insane amount of work. Yeah. Are you currently not working? No, I'm not working. I just got, imp- I just got approved for unemployment. Oh, that eases up the pipeline. Shipping it. Shipping it. You got And I claim, and I claimed my home office in my taxes so i actually got money back because i was gonna get fucked this quarter or this year my money pipeline was fucked up my money pipeline was fucked up q1 your q your q1 uh you're about to get just hammered by the irs god (laughs) yeah good good man we'll ship it the home office you're one of the few people i know who could actually claim the home office in a way that makes sense yeah that it's legitimate Uh, respect respect to that uh so i I guess you guys saw ab can't make it because he got arrested um texted us that's a that's a ab right behind you dave that's an old ab ab used a pipeline to make that looks like it sure looks like just a exploded pipeline you're in the kitchen I gotta make some cup. I'm, I'm, I'm lagging. Oh, it's in your pipeline. I love it. It's that burger, bro. Stu, what was your pipeline like when all those WordPress sites got, got fritzled up? <laughs> Wait, you were working on WordPress? Yeah, I've done it a lot. Oh man, fucked WordPress. <laughs> when all the when the site when the church site got hacked and redirected to a Viagra site. Oh shit. It was so sick. Change the pipeline. <laughs> For sure. I guess Viagra is something to line your pipe up, right? I mean it gets oh. your pipe lined up straight. Yeah. Uh yeah, no, my fucking pipeline was blown out, dude. I just I was working like twelve hour days not knowing what the fuck I'm doing. Just like pressing buttons until I finally I actually took I accidentally broke the whole site and had to have the hosting provider back it up and it was just it was such a clusterfuck. That like my pipe my my own personal work pipeline or what's it called? It's not even a pipeline. The pipeline only refers to like business coming down the chute. Like what's it called when what's your personal like your uh like the amount of work that one person has to handle on their uh like your t- not your. I've been out of the game for two months now. So uh, your plate. Uh, I talk a lot yeah, about on, your- on my plate. My plate's full. Got no more yeah. room in my plate. I talk about bandwidth. It's like do you have bandwidth. The bandwidth you know, bandwidth is the one that businesses love. I don't know if I have the bandwidth to handle this. I'm still on that. I'm still riding that that three D three G network. I can't handle this right now. You're on the edge. You're on the edge network. On the edge network. <laughs> I'm edging. That's the edge I'm network. About the <laughs> the edge pipe. network is you're always about to bust, but never quite get there. You're always like piped up <laughs> on the line, but you never quite. Yeah. Uh, edge network is that shit that you used to drop to when you were on the iPhone 3. Um, Seb, you had an iPhone 3 in the D. That shit was tight. That shit was pipeline to me. 
I was what was pipeline for me was that iPhone four. You know what I'm talking about? Actually, I went from an iPhone three to an iPhone five, so that was tight. But yeah, <laughs> I was when I was hella broke. I was writing that. Uh, I was doing month to month on the. Um, I was doing month to month uh, T-Mobile plans, and my I had one gig per month, and I would bust through that. I would bust out that pipeline real quick, or I would like I was just exhausted and just be so bummed. <laughs> what's it What's it like when the pipe gets real narrow on you? You can't even listen to a song. I, I was listening to a lot of DJ. I was listening to a lot of DJ Ale at the time, and I couldn't even listen to it like any regularity. Oh wow, that's <laughs> incredibly respectful. Uh, Nate sent me like six hours of Niceneo uh, practice session recordings, and I'm like chopping it up to make an EP. <laughs> That's that's in my pipeline that it's just like fuck. When am I going to get to this? Uh, yeah, that's, a, yeah, that's a good question, actually. What is literally in y'all's pipeline right now? Wow, during what's the core. What? Uh, let's just say for by end of day. <laughs> but how about close of business? <laughs> close of business. Damn, what I got today? I got this pod. Uh, me and Carly just got back from Home Depot. We bought a bunch of a bunch of house plants. We're gonna repot and like set up our patio more. With some, we added some dead plants from the uh whatever i got a lot of housework to do i got a lot of projects and shit like that we got we got a new lamp to hang we got you, a got, new... you got a whole day of fatherhood left for you yeah i'm i'm dadded out and i still gotta <laughs> cook dinner so, do you live in a house what is that a house it's that you live in? what it, it's a it used to be a home but it's cut up into three so it's like a it's a tri- triplex whatever it's like the the landlord lives above us and then where there's two units side to side is yes. that because is that like a den like an office den yeah yeah it's it's the most respectful little slice you've ever seen it's it's literally the most respectful apartment or home i've ever been in. it's a that that office gets fucking cold i'll tell you that <laughs> We got. I got a little a little heater by my feet right now. I don't run it, but Carly Carly works. In, this is Carly's office now. It's not even mine. I've had to give it up, given that I'm unemployed, and she actually has a remote job permanent now. That'll do but, it. Huh? Um, yeah, stay so, at home, dad. <laughs> yeah, I'm a stay at home, dad. And uh, she, I'll like come in and visit. I'll like come in and talk to her, and I'll open the French door, and it's just like it's a fucking womb. It's so perfectly warm in here. She's just running this little space heater the whole time. It's so sick. Thinking about wombs. Oh yeah. I'm thinking wow. about fatherhood. <laughs> wow. Seb what, Seb, what do you got close of business today? Uh, I've been painting my little nook uh, the last couple of days. Uh, my room's got this like really interesting kind of like nook shelf area uh, that uh, needs to be painted. My room uh, has been getting a little bit of a makeover, so I got some uh, some house chores too. Uh, uh, gonna try and get some exercise somehow, maybe go skate or go for a run or something and play some music and stuff, basic Sunday stuff. I like that. What you, AO? I was I wanted to do a couple more hours of work, and so my pipeline consisted of waking up at like seven, um, drinking a <clears throat> drinking a cup, uh, going upstairs to to the like the little office thing I have set up, sitting down, turning on my computer, and immediately turning it off, just going downstairs, just chilling for the rest of the day. So, um, yeah, it was. Um, I, I I had to do it. Um, I had to I had to clear my pipeline. Otherwise, I would have had a lot of just insanity pre-built into my weekday pipeline coming up. So um, I don't know, man. Just uh, I did a remote tutoring session and played Final Fantasy and ate some food and 
you're really shipping it. Um, Dave, yeah. how, many, how many rips you, are you doing in your pipeline today? What's going on? What's your what's your deal? Yeah, I, I've been vaping so heavy, it's so fucked off. I mean, I must, I don't know. Stuart, when you're juuling, how, how many pods are you going through a day? You can go through two a day. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> it's really brutal. I actually, I felt the worst from juuling. Yeah, it's bad. Um, what's in my pipeline? I don't know. I kind of had a... A real self-pity morning thinking about how my pipeline has just been so fucking cleared out. <laughs> um, I basically had you boys and uh, and then I got all I'm going to do like a sponsee meetup at 9 p.m. And then um, I don't know, I guess I should probably go outside and go for a walk. And um, I like like AO and playing Final Fantasy, but I'm very weary of spending an entire day um, doing that. That's kind of a late evening activity before bed. Uh, but I keep sitting down to write music and then I like I like play for a few minutes and I'm like, what's the fucking point? This is stupid and uh, it's it's I'm never gonna amount to anything. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> I got some self pity in the pipeline today. Uh, I got I got to go out and walk it off. Uh, you, are, you know, so you can't you can't button it up. Is that what you're saying? You can't seem to. Button I can't. It up? No, I can't seem to button it up. Uh, it's just it, it. It feels a little bit directionless right now uh, since everything has been canceled or postponed. Uh, I was really looking forward to a festival I was going to play, and that got canceled till 2021. And so it's just been uh, uh been a it's been a tough week for the creative pipeline been a tough week for the davester that's what it sounds like i had a good week at work i mean the weekends all of a sudden feel i i always really look forward to the weekends and now they feel kind of weird and aimless and directionless so i'm a little fucked off last weekend i was like so depressed i cried i went to i went i tried to go to costco and the line was so long that i was like why do we have to live like this like what have we yeah. done what have we done to ourselves like it was like that it was on that level and i went out on the deck and i was just like i was just start crying how is this how is this happening so scary <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I was more it comes and goes I feel better I, I haven't had any of that this week I feel you I feel that that aimlessness definitely I feel like I did pretty good yesterday and then I didn't have a plan until 3 p.m. today and I'd usually like get up and do a sit and have a cup and but I just like watched YouTube for four hours and uh, drank a whole pot of coffee and was like man these bands that I love uh, they they I'll never I'll never and <laughs> they will they will continue and I I'll never I'll never do it. You think so? Like, I feel like every band is fucked. Yeah, every band. I don't know, Seb, where, first of all, where are you at with this posture? How's this? Is this better? Uh, <laughs> Damn, dude. Seb, I, I know Seb's had some difficult things in the creative pipeline as well, and Seb and I have been trying to encourage each other and keep each other afloat by working on uh, things for our band that are future-oriented that we can do on our own at home. Seb, how are your other, how's, how's your whole music pipeline going? including Miram. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's totally fucked. Um, so Miram, like David said, we're trying to do some like pieces, independent pieces that we can do on our own, which actually has been pretty cool uh, and fun for me to do. Um, Valley is totally on hold right now. Uh, and I might not be playing in Forestry anymore. So... 
there's that piece, which has been like a total uh, gut punch. Um, basically, uh, as it stands right now, Forrest Ray is writing and recording a record during this time, uh, which means that they're still getting together and practicing, and I'm not going to do that. So um, I might not have a place in the band anymore. So because of that, if that is the case, then I'm not going to be playing in Valley anymore uh, because I'll be playing with Peter and I'm kind of like in conflict. But what's in my pipeline is the conflict with a bandmate. And then uh, I was working on some music with Wally, which was really dope. Um, but that got put on pause for a minute. So right now I'm just kind of like making tunes on my own, working on uh, scales and recording. Well, so, okay, first of all, that's extremely respectful of you to make that decision, even though, in a sense, it sounds like it was foisted upon you, so fucking, that's brutal, <laughs> that's so brutal, um, and the fact that it has to, like, spread out, like coronavirus and infect a whole bunch of things <laughs> uh two bands um but here's what i'm hoping and the, the silver lining that i see in your situation which somewhat selfishly i assess to be the possibility of more sipe one material uh how are you feeling about that um sipe one would be dope uh i've been really interested in doing like a uh some kind of recording project uh using the Tascam four track tape recorder so maybe that'll be more rock oriented um i wanted to do some like singing and songwriting there uh or it could mean like more like by analog tape style beats and loops and stuff uh but i've taken a lot of that site uh creativity and just pushed it into miram uh so uh i did some really cool stuff with some loops the other day and kind of layered them and fucked them up a little bit that felt like really sippy for sure but i feel like that those efforts are just better put towards the miram stuff than just putting them out on my own right now so uh but you know we'll see how it goes uh right now i'm kind of with david it's like what's the point <laughs> That's crazy because for me, music is like kind of shipping it right now, but that's specifically because it's like, you know, electronic produced and DJ and shit. I can, I do like live streams on like internet radio festivals and shit and like make tracks. Kind of cool. I mean, it's like, I don't know if I'm more at home at home on the internet or in a club. <laughs> I would like to hear some music on a big sound system. I'll say that. That, that bums me out. It makes me really bummed out that like friends of mine that do music full time are like fucked. And, yeah. uh, it, and it yeah. makes me think about all the times where I thought like, man, if only I'd worked harder, I could be a full time musician. And now I'm thinking like, thank God I didn't work harder <laughs> or rolled the fucking dice big time so um i don't know i have been having some fun my roommate uh has a really awesome um ddj setup with some pioneer stuff he runs a maybe you've heard of it AO. it's called open system um but it's a it's a little dj collective so i've been like working on my mixes and like getting back into that which has been really dope and like uh learning how to use cdj cdj's proper uh instead of using serato like with the visual cues and stuff um so that's been really dope but i don't have any plan for that it's just like mainly creative stuff is for myself right now yeah it's cathartic and therapeutic and i like doing it and it passes time yeah i need to be playing at extreme volumes to feel satisfied and so i just can't do that in some yeah <sighs> 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you see AB's text was in all... I was just looking up open system. I haven't heard them. Uh, did you see AB's text is just in all lowercase? Damn. I haven't seen AB. Damn. I'm sorry. I love you all. Is he going to... Is he going to come out, go in his room and never come out? <laughs> So what I I missed uh, why AB was getting in trouble was he really actually going out with underage women? Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no that was a that was a joke. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a joke. He's not in trouble. I mean, maybe he is. I don't know. I mean, he's in trouble. Yeah. What's AB's pipeline lo looking like? Damn, I don't know because he can't go on Tinder dates right now, so that's pretty dried out. The Tinder date pipeline is dried out for him. I think that's Probably. kind of his lifeline, right? So I don't think he's really got much coming down the pipeline. Is the is the pipeline a lifeline <laughs> for AB? Yeah. Is he losing oxygen? Is that what's going on? I mean, I've definitely, I've definitely tried to like set things up in the pipeline and had the thought like, if this doesn't work out, I just don't know what else I'm gonna do. Uh, which is really lifeline pipeline oriented thinking. Um, and then inevitably it doesn't work out and, uh, it really, it doesn't feel like I'm going to live. It feels like my lifeline has been cut off. I've been is that, there. Is that a sudden death scenario? Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a really crazy place to be because after it all doesn't work out and I'm fine, I realize, man, I have, um, I have some serious problems if I applied that much urgency to this to this thing working out i have some uh, i'm i'm a i'm a really sick guy <laughs> i wonder how many times uh i can relate with you on that like if we counted them how many there would be could we Wait, count what, them what does it all mean david like when i wonder if it all is going to work out what is that is that pipeline type stuff or is that other type of stuff it's pipeline and it's lifeline it's both so everything everything in the pipeline for you is extremely urgent and needs to get done as soon as possible it's not like that anymore that was really not sustainable unfortunately y'all knew me through that phase but um it's not like that anymore uh, actually i considered it my good fortune to, to have seen all that up close <laughs> but um it all had to work out it all had to work out just right uh and i had to i i had to come out unscathed but i i didn't realize that all my behavior was extremely scathing <laughs> it was going to scathe me if that's how you use the word you came out unscathed but everything was scathing no um okay wait <laughs> you um, were scathing the shit out of other people but you came out unscathed <laughs> no i came out scathed as, as well i thought that everyone would uh i thought everyone would be happy with the decisions I was making and uh why don't they I, understand <laughs> yeah it's like it's like when you think like um oh what I'm doing is okay and uh no one will get hurt it's all gonna be okay but everyone's very clear what I'm doing is not okay is kind of what it felt like what's that really do realize. what's that do to the line I mean, is that a kink in the pipe? Like, what's going on? Is that yeah, that's that's a kink in the pipe. That's uh, it's bad, you know. Like, I remember back in the day, I lived in this really old apartment on Capitol Hill, my like first apartment in Capitol Hill, and um, I worked at Tweety and Pop, and we we sold this like uh, pipe cleaner that came in a sealed industrial grade plastic bag uh, before you could even get to the bottle and open it. And I poured a bunch of it into the lines to clog unclog um, my girlfriend hair from the sink and I blew out all old vintage lines in the building and there was leaking coming in through people's walls and into the into the laundry room and I just a lot of the things that I was trying to set up in pipe was of that toxic nature it was just corroding the pipes that really happened that's a <laughs> yeah it was a Tweety and Pop story <laughs> 
respect. My landlord was like, did you put something down the drain? I was like, no, dog. No, no. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm on to pod number two. I'm fucked off. Dave, are you doing menthol pods or mint? Uh, menthol. Hey, are you, fucked uh, off. Are you coming out unscathed? Did you come out unscathed on that whole pipe deal? You ruined an entire building. Um, you just walked out the door. They were like, ship it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I came out on the lease, David. Um, I don't remember if I was on the lease. It oh, might have yeah. been. It might have been my girlfriend at the time's parents that were on the lease. I can't remember. Oh yeah. Didn't you but, go straight from that apartment to Tower Jones's apartment? Yeah, so I, I think they kind of like if there was any um, issues with that, uh, it was you, you didn't they, know about it. <laughs> they didn't know. They knew because they knocked my door. They're like, "You've been pouring stuff down the sink," and I was like, "No." But then, like, my mom passed away like two weeks later. So I think that the landlord, everyone was like, "We'll, we'll leave him alone," you know. <laughs> his pipelines are <laughs> fucked off. Uh, he blew out our pipelines, but his his is blown out right now yeah his shit's really blown out but then I, yeah i moved directly from that apartment no i moved okay i moved from that apartment with my girlfriend my girlfriend and i moved in with tyler jones and ariel for a little while um and the four of us lived in a studio apartment and then we moved into like a really expensive apartment i dropped all my money on it trying to be a somebody on capitol hill and then got asked to move out like three weeks later and then moved back in with tyler jones and ariel wait why'd you get asked to move out <laughs> really we gotta do this right now i don't know this story i don't know this story oh, it's about this pipeline yeah you're Dave, fucking hitting you you're hitting me with this you brought it up. you're hitting me with a story i've never heard before and then asking me if i mean it when i ask you about the story that is like, i just figured i figure i've been rattling on about these stories for so long everyone knows all of them <laughs> guilty is charged with the stories <laughs> yeah uh, you Stories. Um, I like I was, how you're. I like how you're referring to this person in your life as my girlfriend at the time. <laughs> <laughs> my girlfriend at the time asked me to move out um, so we could take a break and that I could find. I could quote unquote find myself in the death of my mother. It's pretty brutal news for a young lad to get, but it worked out. You know, I uh, I'm making a ton of money and um, it's all worked out. You know what I mean? Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you 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 skipped way down the pipe just now. I know you <laughs> hyperdrive down the yeah. pipe. Yo, pressure um, and volume, like wow. I bought this I bought this t-shirt while we're here, not to change the topic, but I bought this t-shirt with Stuart in mind. I was like, Stuart would wear this. It's kind of like an oversized Carhartt feeling shirt with a pocket. And I was like, this is a oh, stoop. So fire. Yeah. So far. I have a very similar shirt on right now. What brand it's is like, it, doggy? It's a Uniqlo shirt. Oh hell yeah. I was like, this is definitely a stoop vibe. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So that's what happened to my 2011, uh, 2012 pipelines. They were all, they were really fucking blown out and I was just swimming in them. I like that you got piped to Tejas, then piped out, then piped back in. Yeah, that was actually a pretty crazy, like, my life kind of felt like Wild Waves or something. I went from an apartment to Tejas, then to a new apartment, then to Tejas, and then I moved into the D. And then Tej moved into the D. And then Tej moved into the D, but he... <laughs> Kinda. Yeah, no, Teach was in the D. Teach was in the D and couldn't stop what he was doing <laughs> and then went away for a while and then I think came back to the D. Right, Sub? So? Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, he was never like not, he was never in the D officially, but he never was not in the D, but I think that was like the same with a lot of people. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, that's true. Was Rockwell in the D in the D, or was he just in the mix? He definitely Rockwell, was in the D. Rockwell was in the D in the D once Seb moved out. So once we moved into eight one seven, and then I had to move out of eight one seven. You didn't have bit. to. <laughs> <laughs> it's again one of those things that you're talking about the pipe you're you're skipping you're really like not you don't chronologically it's not linear but the plot is not linear no david yeah. your plot has never been linear that's that's a really good way to put it yeah yeah i like it though i i, I have tremendous love for you and your non-linear plot you should know that <laughs> thank you that's why i want to know these stories because i love them because they all involve you though it's fantastic I explain why they asked you to move out who who moved me? Who asked me to move out? <laughs> who moved me out of the apartment? Who moved me out of the apartment? Not eight one seven seven, Mister Somebody apartment that you were asked to move out, so you had to go back to Tyler's. Who put you in the pipe? He explained that I think. Yeah, my, my ex girlfriend Charlie put me in. The oh, pipe. she was in the she was in that mix. That's right. Yeah, she sent me. You know, she sent me right out a different pipe down to Leshy. And then I, when I moved out of the, uh, shouts out to Rosemary, Rosemary moved me out of, um, the, Rosemary? Rosemary moved me out of the Leshy apartment into the D while Tej was <laughs> subdued. I snuck out one night and didn't come back. <laughs> Funny. Man. That's a weird feeling when you move out of an apartment when someone's asleep and you just don't tell them you're moving out and just gotta go. And then they show up like at that apartment three months later. <laughs> yeah, they've lost everything. <laughs> uh, Seb, what's some other shit you do in the pipeline? You gotta button things up, circle back around. Like, what else is going on? I mean, the, the thing that's coming up for me is like, there's always stuff in the pipeline, right? We've, we've asserted that. But what we haven't talked about is prioritizing the pipeline. That to me is like the main, my main task of all times is knowing what's in the pipeline and knowing what is going to, what's going to happen next. So that's, that's what I'm doing most of the time is just prioritizing and reprioritizing the pipeline. Oh, and also if things get re if things get reprioritized for at least like two or three months, they get iceboxed. You guys ever, you guys ever iceboxed anything? Totally. Put putting it on ice. Yeah. You want to put that on ice? <laughs> No, I've never, I've never iceboxed it. That's fucking insane. Uh, yeah, and if you, if it's on ice for for too long, then it's in the backlog. <laughs> then it's just in the in the constant to dos. So yeah, I mean we, we can talk about that shit if you want. <laughs> I yeah, I want to hear all about it. What's what's the difference between the pipeline and the constant to dos? That's the same to me. That's the same. No difference there. I would have called it just the constant to-do list if that's how I... That's what I was doing when I when I began. I realized that wasn't really taking, that didn't have a lot of traction, so I started calling it the pipeline instead. That's the only difference. How zooted, how zooted do you get? Uh, how, like, what's what's your zoot level when you're, when you're chopping it up pipeline style? Depends who I'm talking to, to be honest, because it's not just my pipeline, it's our pipeline. So... <laughs> So really, like, I got to have a good relationship with the client in order to really chop it up and be zooted with them. Uh, but I will say this. One of the things, at least for my gig, is, like, you kind of have to monitor the pipeline um, at all times. And clients will try and sneak shit in all the fucking time and put it in the pipeline. Uh, so a lot of my job is uh, being like, hey, you just uh, snuck that in there. I see you did that. Um, where is the priority here? Because, you know, you've listed out this priority list. For, for me for the last couple months and now the priority list has grown like two or three times um what's going on here so that's usually like the zoot level that i have to get 
to with some people, but other times they're just taking control of their own pipeline. Wow, really well said, really well articulated. You you really uh, commanded and owned your pipeline and your relationship to others' pipelines. I mean, if I'm if I don't, then I get in trouble. So I definitely uh, it's kind of a learn by doing, learn by making mistakes type of deal. Right. Yeah. Like it's not the client's job to like um, prioritize and make sure that the shit that they want, their like wants and wish list items uh, are done. That's my job. So if they are just like throwing shit in the pipeline, they can do that. They don't fucking care. They're just paying us. They're paying me to essentially like make sure that shit comes out even keeled and and completed. So you know, uh, it's not on them. It's on me <laughs> ultimately. When do you put a fork in it? Uh, like when do I when do I stop the pipeline from happening? Yeah. Well, what 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 is it? Just like um, put a fork in it. It's done. Uh, client wise, they're 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 sneaking shit in, and then it's just it's getting forked left and right, and they're like, God, this guy's shipping it, and you're like zooted as fuck with the forks, you know, um, putting the putting a fork in it. Like, what's what's that look like? God, I don't think I've ever heard that phrase. Put a fork in it. Really? Oh. Really? Is that some North End shit? No, it's not North End. I've heard that. I mean, I guess I'm spiritually North End, but not that's that exactly end. right. Exactly right. Explain <laughs> to me what that. I, I'll, I'll try and answer the question, but explain to me a little bit better what you mean. Like, like is that like moving shit around, or is that like eating it, or is that like testing it's, done. it's tenderness? Is it's it ready? To it means it's done. It's it's like a sports thing. If you're if you're a, a kicker and you fuck up twice in a game, they're like, put a fork in him. He's done. It means the roast is done. You can eat it now. Yeah, put a fork in it. Uh, is that tight for you? <laughs> I think it's tight for him. I, think I know. I think it's tight, but I still can't decide whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, I think it can be either either or. I mean, in like in the way that you keep trying and you keep fucking it up, and and whoever's in charge of you has lost all faith in you, and they just have asked you to put a fork in it. Then I don't think that that's good. But you know, I think if you uh, if you like just bang it out and um, and succeed, then you can put a fork in it. Oh, yeah. So I have- it has a double meaning. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't everything, if not a triple meaning, I, I just I think about it like you got a big piece of meat, right? On one end, it's in the fucking ice box. You got to put it on ice. And on the other end, it's fresh off the grill. You put a fork in it. When we, yeah, in my work, we would refer to putting a fork in it, putting a fork in it putting a fork in it i'm fucked off as uh we would just shout down the hall at each other call it or call it a day that's our our version does that make sense uh yeah i had a, I had a yeah i've had a i've had a few moments i was actually uh reflecting on what that i don't necessarily think i've had um that moment yet personally with calling it um, I don't think I'm experienced enough to call it. I had a I had a, a call on Friday. It, I hope I, I hope I can explain this without it sounding really convoluted. But basically, like the business analyst uh, who's been working on this major replatform project um, called me because the client that we share, I do the support work for them, and she's doing snapping in the background. It's, it's a box cutter. It's driving me insane. It's gonna kill me. You gotta put the box cutter down, Doug. This you gotta thing. call it. Hey, said you gotta put a fork in it. Put a fork in it. Should I put a fork in this? It's done, baby, yeah. So the yeah. business analyst. 
So the, so the business analyst hits me up and she's like, hey, did you see that email come down the pipeline about the, about the uh, order issue in Magento? And I was like, no, I didn't see it. And she's like, well, you need to handle it because that falls under support. Uh, basically, I just had to quickly take a look at the pipeline, uh, figure out exactly what the problem was. I realized that it was an order issue with our ERP system. So I called up the back end dev and I was like, we need to get on the phone and figure out whether this is something that we can do and how long it's going to take. Let's get the business analyst on, our, on the line. And uh, after vetting it out for like two or three minutes, she literally put a fork in it. She's like, we're not going to fucking do this. Hung up the phone. And then like, oh, wow. like and was like, sorry, you missed your chance with this. Uh, this should have been done on your end at least two months ago. And we're not going to, we're not going to handle it for you. So uh, this will be like a support issue later on down the line and just put a fork in it. And I was just like, damn, like I would have been like, I was thinking about that all weekend. I'm like, man, how would I have handled that? I probably would have like dragged this on and made it a big deal and like all this sort of shit. And she was like, no, we're not without a budget. Like, like okay, <laughs> I don't know how to do that yet. But that seemed like something like out of scope real quick. I suppose like anything that's out of scope, you just put a fork in it. That's what I would say. You know, that's like all we talk about at work is like, oh, that's out of scope. Yeah. Seriously, it's like, <laughs> it like, oh, no, that would be considered in scope. And then we're really talking about it. And it's really in the in the line piping it up but yeah if something's out of scope it's just put a fork in it it's fucking iced, iced out yeah there yeah the other the other thing it's either out of scope or it's a change order and the people who are like stoked on the change order means that like there's just more money coming down the pipeline you know what I mean? so uh it's either out of scope and people don't have the bandwidth to deal with it or it's a change order and uh they want more money out of this see when we're when when, when the word change order comes up for us it's like something is desperately wrong and and we're talking we're talking and and someone's just like yeah that would that would take a change order and everyone gets quiet yeah well that's because there's fucking lots of fucking paperwork to deal with and like new statements of work and like re uh re-baselining the budget and stuff like that it's a shit ton of work that people don't want to do pipeline's fucked hey dave have you ever been real out of scope before um no sure yeah (laughs) 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 i was i was thinking about in my current job if i've been real out of scope but you were out of scope 10 minutes ago when you're telling a story when you're trying to explain a story you just kept going all over the fucking place that's out of scope i can't tell the (laughs) truth um no i uh, i've certainly been out of scope but i'm also it's interesting because i'm kind of far enough along in my own work life and i've gone you know been doing this for a long time and gone to school for a long time blah, blah 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 that uh I now am kind of in a position to call others out for being out of scope, which is uh, kind of a, a weird new uh, dynamic for me where I'm like, you know, where it's like, oh, that's not actually, well, I, I, I actually think that the majority, like the majority of the, the backend work I do at work with insurance companies is proving to them how they're out of line or out of scope or they're, they're fucked off because they have like business degrees and then they all send emails where like, it's our clinical recommendation and then I have to fire back like, on what on what basis do you even have a clinical opinion so that's you putting a fork in it um, yeah i spend um a good amount of the end of my week trying to put a fork in um utilization review for insurance claims damn dude we just got the seb zoom in there <laughs> seb's in scope <laughs> seb just got in scope very in scope yeah can i just say this conversation is like unbelievably insane to me 
<laughs> it's really insane. It's like it's a spectacular. Like it's like a whole nother thing. I wonder if people will listen to this and go, man, these four people are fucking idiots. They have no idea what they're talking about. For sure. Or they'll stop listening. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing Seb told me, uh, that Seb, that story, you, the thing Seb told me earlier today, the, 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 the story you just told us, uh, where the back end dev and the business analysts were like, yeah, no, in about two minutes. <laughs> that made perfect sense to me. That's... I'm glad. I mean, that shit is happening all the time, uh, for sure. Yeah, I think that. I think that the. Uh, I think anybody listening to this right now is, would just be like, "Wow, these guys used to talk about cups and tips and being exuded and shit. Now they're talking about business terms. Looks like they all got <laughs> some new jobs and are just flexing." <laughs> God, I don't know. Is it a flex? It's kind of. I mean, we're on Zoom, doing. We're doing. Uh, we're doing calls. I got a call. I got a 3 p.m. I can pitch in around two. Got the you have the bandwidth for a one-on-one today. Can we check in? Uh, you know, can we do a team huddle? Can we do a stand-up? Uh, you know, can we um, get on the get on a call with a client? You know, um, can we do can we do a quick scrum? <laughs> You ever, you ever do a quick scrum? Uh, we don't do scrums at my at my um, scrums are out of scope uh, for me. Um, it is tight though that we can like just get together and just talk shit on all the new lingo that we're learning now. That's basically what I hope for. Uh, for our relationship moving forward as a group because whatever phase whatever phase we're in in our life that we can just like pick out all the lingo and just like riff on it at the very least up the cup. i mean that's the basis of this yeah, whole I mean, uh, we're doing it with tremendous success and it's a wild, wildly fantastic for us right now so yeah sure <laughs> did you see ab's text just got a bunch of phone calls scheduled he doesn't have the bandwidth <laughs> <laughs> this pipelines completely Seb, when you are out um in your past when you're uh dating multiple people what's the pipeline like how do you prioritize the pipeline what what blows out in the pipeline um definitely priority is scheduling so uh what was going on mainly is like i had to schedule out a couple weeks in advance uh, a couple weeks yeah. <laughs> a couple weeks worth of dips and dates it's unbelievable yeah that's how that that's how that worked and then just essentially like <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know it's just... that's tight to me <laughs> Dude, Stu, what, Stu, what was your experience my pipeline when you uh uh i mean trying to like the pipeline was good for a while and it's just like trying to schedule that like it's just uh, i mean it's like running a small business <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta watch the books you know Keep, oh, no, yeah, I mean, dude. have you ever that's run a small dad, business yeah <laughs> yes I, I actually have run a small business yes tell me so about when, when you run a small business, it's either feast or famine, man. It's either fucking raining or it's bone dry. And you just got it when it's when the business is hot, you just got to make sure you get everything you do as much as you can. You got to get in where you fit in. This is a great opportunity to talk about Q1 through Q4, right? Because I mean, yeah, some quarters are some quarters are dry and some quarters are wet as fuck. So you just got to yeah. prepare during the during the dry season. I, I got I it. Would, <laughs> 
I would say the only my only contention to that is if you have a good business plan, you're always wet. You're always wet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but the problem the problem is the market is constantly shifting. You gotta you gotta spot the trends. You know what I mean? You, you gotta Listen, have your products, you have your forecast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> some products always sell year round. Wow. You know I mean, wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Some things are always like you know what I mean like when are you ever not gonna need sugar? you're not gonna need flour you always have you always need that no matter what yeah and there's like i mean you got to know your bread and butter you know like unbelievable yeah you gotta know your core competency exactly and you have to have business acumen yeah you gotta business have business acumen you gotta be able to go out and get get new deals what's the famine look like Stu? just dry just you and yourself hanging out what, what, do you, what do you put up prayers try to cold call you cold calling to make sales what's going on i mean that's the normal you just start you know you hit the streets put the pavement pound the pavement dog <laughs> that's the craziest shit i've ever heard in my life <laughs> you can always line up your leads though that's for sure is you you always got leads there's always leads you just gotta line them up and hit them up hit them out right can I, tell really guys, can I tell you guys how many times I've filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy before? <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't understand that. A bunch of times. Yeah, this cup is uh, making me have to shit. Can I take a five? I mean, we'll be, we'll be here. We'll be here. We're going to be here. All right. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's, the, what's the boot up pipeline looking like? Yeah, the boot up pipeline is the steadiest form of business. Yeah, it's, that's really it, true. It's just managing, you know, it's man you just manage you're managing relationships. I don't even want to apply that kind of terminology so much richer and deeper. But you know what I mean? You're just your pipeline changes. It's all about you gotta be you gotta dig deeper. It's all about like reassessing priorities. I'm just making shit up now. But you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> the boot up pipeline is uh it's a lot more life events. The life events coming down the pipe. What's it going to look like when you're moving in together? That's coming down the pipe, isn't it? What's it going to look like living after living together for two years if you're going to move to a new place together or move to a new city together? Coming down the pipe, you got to you gotta make sure you handle that when it gets here. What's coming down your pipeline in your current boot up situation um, for life events? I don't know. It's a weird, you know, I'm in a weird spot. It's hard to tell what's coming down my pipe. I mean, the core has definitely uh, switched shit up a lot, but looks like I'm we're you know cars po cars got a good job, so we're posted for a bit. Uh, we're gonna hang. We're we we've been talking a lot about homes. We spent we went for a drive yesterday. We drove up to the snow just to get out of the city. We were just talking about what you know, what's the, what feature, what things do you want in your, in your home, your dream house. That's the kind of boot up pipeline I got going right now. Wow, I literally uh, drove to Vashon yesterday and looked and went toured two houses and uh, talked about the home, uh, dream homes, island homes, boot up homes. I mean, you're well positioned. Special. Yeah, you're well positioned to talk about homes with your boo. We can literally just tour the homes. Oh yeah, she's she a big home. She does big, big. She does big shit in the home home world. I was just gonna pull out another stepbrothers line where he's like, "I'll even do it for three fifths commish." <laughs> <laughs> Caroline's doing it for three fifths commish. Right. So sick. Tight. I mean, tight. Well, I'm happy yeah. for both your pipelines. Yeah, the the pipeline is like thinking about kids, wondering how tall my kids are going to be. That's what I think about. I spend a lot of my days thinking about that. Damn, that is fire. That's I think that there's a good chance that your kids are going to be pretty tall. 
yeah, no, we're pretty. We're giving him a good shot. It would be spectacular if you and Carly, two of the most, the tallest boot-up couple I know, had a five-five kid. It would be incredible. <laughs> yeah, I, I would. There would be a lot of things running through my mind if that happened. Oh wow! Right. Sure. <laughs> Not even with car, just what what I would have to do with the kid. I mean, it's like, what am I gonna? I would. There would just be such a sense of shame, and this is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh no no this is great i mean you know disappointing your dad having a bad relationship with your dad i mean ship it. just because you were born short well that's just one one thing i mean you find something you know find another thing whatever it is yeah i mean there's a few things that my kid my kids could do to disappoint me aside from being born short that's got to be the biggest that ranks that the that ranks like number one probably what if they're short but they're shipping it like to the max in every other respect damn i'd probably you know i mean I, I say i talk a tough game but i'd probably be i'd be head over heels for them no matter what but yeah they're shipping it to the max damn that'd be so sick if your kids are sick it must be so rough when you realize your kids suck at some point some parents have to do that right they just have to like recognize that their kids are assholes oh yeah yeah that's it that's um i've known those kids and i've known those parents in my life and it's a it's a really it's a really tough deal um yeah fuck a few a few kids are coming to mind from high school jesus christ they make it they're still around well, it's not like your kid sucks because he's like, you know, um, doing a bunch of drugs and fucked off. And that, like, it's like your kid sucks because like, he's just like an unrelenting um, asshole, you know, um, stuck up privileged fucker and uh, is, you know, just nothing's good enough. And, you, and it's just very hateful and hurtful. And like, I remember those kids and I remember their parents and like, they like just couldn't bring themselves to say it, but like, you know, just hated their children. <laughs> 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 what about it what about if your kid's just a dead battery yeah yeah just that's just a tough. full dead battery yeah it's a tough bag it's, it's a tough one it's a tough bag <laughs> <laughs> i mean i've i've recently thought about the terminology dead battery um and <laughs> if as i'm getting older and uh working in mental health the more i realize like man it's maybe pretty fucked off to call people dead batteries <laughs> could be some really uh valid reason for the battery to be so shut down uh but yeah if there's not really real reasons for the battery to be shut down and they're just inherently a dead battery that's a tough bag <laughs> let's let's swap it out man we can swap it out i mean some people, dead are dead, some people are dead battery they're just a dead battery you gotta we can't really reasons are the reasons we can't really call people like wet brains right that's not respectful i don't know i almost feel like wet brain is more respectful than dead battery in some ways <laughs> holy shit dude are you serious is that fucked off Kind of, yeah, I think so. Like the one is like a just a euphemism for like someone who has just destroyed themselves, and the other one is like just lacking a charge. There's no spritz. Yeah, yeah, maybe I can't get it off. Ne never catch a zoo. Yeah, that's a, that's a tragic. Yeah. So, so Stu was talking about how he's not sure what he would do if him and Car had a like a, a kid that was like shorter than Stu. Um, and then we were talking about what if your kid's a dead battery or just like a complete asshole because um, we're talking about boot up pipelines so Stu and dave are slipping down the pipe straight into like owning a home i guess or having kids that's kind of that's kind of what we're talking about i don't know what what's your boot up pipeline look like sam do you have home ownership coming down the pipeline yeah what's what's piping up for you yeah i've talked about owning a house uh with lolly before actually um oh. i don't necessarily think that we're there yet uh but we have talked about moving into this place that i'm living right now which 
which would be kind of dope. I don't know whether we're going to have kids if we end up getting married. Man, uh, you're fucking Omega boot up. <laughs> I didn't realize it happened. Yeah, that's tight. That's, that's wow. Yeah, it's tight. It's really sick. Um, is that what we're talking about? We're just we are now. coming down the pipe. Yeah, we are now. Yeah. Uh, pipeline. Pipeline for me with the boo is just getting back to a, a, a equanimity. We're kind of we're kind of in conflict right now. So uh, that would be first. <laughs> that would be first step, and then second step would probably be working working back into that ideal for the two of us. Yeah, there's nothing more uh, brutal than just having a completely fucked off system of pipelines uh in the boot up life that's a really horrible and manageable place to be i've been there before but just full-blown codependency yeah when the lines are just so fucked you, know, you have roots growing through multiple lines and you know just clogged and fucked and tangled it's actually a good metaphor because if you yeah then when you pour like a shit ton of um that, that 420 hydro that you get from um fucking tweety and pop and the pipes burst it's like when you go to couples counseling and the counselor's like um all right now i also want to start seeing both of you individually uh and then there's just paranoia and insanity and uh tur- turns out you're both alcoholics and <laughs> you know it's uh and, and the your group and her group and then you got to get to you know um arrangements and then you're separated and then you know the pipe, the, you know what i'm talking about sure. yeah i mean especially when someone when the landlord uh asks the you pour this down the pipes <laughs> and then the person says no no not me <laughs> it's fucked oh, at yeah. that point there's no way to correctly assess yeah. the source yeah i i gotta say um all the times where i really got these fucking flies yeah you're every- freaking out man you've been freaking out every time that i've like it's been on the table to go to couples counseling in the past in my life i'm so glad that i didn't waste my time doing that you were <laughs> waste your time well yeah. I, it, it is it is a waste of time if you're not serious sure yeah 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 um i would love to go to couples counseling with somebody that i was crazy about well sure yeah i would also love to have a million dollars you know what i mean so <laughs> Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So, Seb, what would you do if you, if down the pipeline you did have a kid and it was a dead battery? So bummed out. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like Stu and Carly having a short kid because, like, you and Lolly are like live wires, it seems like. So, like, I don't know Lolly that well, but I mean. Yeah, you guys had a dead battery, it'd be really... Yeah, I mean, it would be, like, one thing for the two of us, but definitely, like, one of the main reasons why I would have a kid is for very selfish reasons, because I'm adopted, and I just have never had that, like, kinship with a blood uh, parent or whatever. So, I, you know, in, like, an ideal world, if I were to have a kid, it would be, like, the most shipping it, like, clone of me of all time time you know uh if it was a dead battery it'd just be like such a bummer to me i'd be like god damn it might as well (laughs) might as well what (laughs) would have adopted oh man you know the pipeline problems in the pipeline they can become opportunities um but yeah man you should have a kid dude let's go what do you what's what's your kid's gonna be what's your kid what are you gonna name your kid you and lolly um pipeline (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah keep plan let's go let's go around the horn um is Stu. what's kid's name damn uh zoo 
No, I'm sorry, dog. No, 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 Zoot's, no, Zoot's perfect. Dave, what are, <laughs> where are we at? Oh, God, I would probably go. I, I would, like, really... What if your kid's name was Edward James Almost, and that was just his first name? <laughs> That's so fire. Edward James Almost. <laughs> they wouldn't they'd have no point of reference to what actor that is? No. <laughs> they wouldn't even like the movies he was in? <laughs> I think I would, um, if I, I don't know, I think if I had a boy, I'd probably, like, kind of a pretty floral, pretty femme name, and if I had a daughter, it'd probably be kind of a masculine name. It's kind of the thing that comes to mind immediately when I think about that. I also thought if I had a boy, I'd want to name him Benjamin and insist that he didn't go by Ben. Like, he's Benjamin. Benjamin's uh, kind of tough. Why are you trying to just, like, torture your children to set them up to be bullied in high school and middle school? I like the name Benjamin, you know? It's like if I told everyone to call me Alexander. How fucked off would that be? <laughs> that would be fucking insane. I would have such a, just a, like a bit, like just the most, like, I don't know how to describe the, like, the level of rage I would feel if someone, like, introduced themselves to me as Benjamin while they're wearing, a, like, a floral scarf or something like that. <laughs> That's absolutely my child. <laughs> yeah, I can't uh, describe the level of anger. Yeah, I don't know. I I think I I don't think I would go for a real. I think like when I was growing up, I wanted to be someone else. I mean, I think most like whatever adolescent, early teenage kids like probably have this experience, or maybe I'm sure a lot do. I, I know a lot do. Work with a lot of these kids, but like I think I just like grew up in such a like you know I had two brothers and a dad, and my dad hunted and. Uh, they said really horrible things and like were just so fucking right wing fucking uh hyper masculine brutal and i never felt that way that i would really hope uh that that didn't happen but then i'd probably have you know a kid that was like into like you know uh breitbart and like uh american flags and fucking pickup trucks and guns and shit and so dave i was just thinking about this is that when i was a teenager i literally wanted to be you like i wanted to look like you yeah. like i wanted to be just like a wafy skinny ass dude with like just fitted all the time and now i'm the more that you're talking about i'm like for sure my kid's gonna be you and with good luck your kid will be me how sick would transference would that be it would be tight now when you say my kid would be you what are you describing because i only know you as an adult yeah like you as like a teen like a wafy like well-dressed teenager wearing glasses who likes like who likes poetry and music and shit and what would what were you at uh, that I was like a dumb fuck, like I was like a skate bro, like a dumb, like a full-on, just like fucked off skate bro who just wanted to get high all the time. Yeah, you'd have Marshall. Marshall Stack would be your kid. Yeah. <laughs> I could do that. I just couldn't do, like, I just went to high school with a bunch of people that were like, like someone the other day I went to high school with posted something like, Bernie's out, um, why don't you cry, you little fucking pansy bitches? <laughs> or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. that's the best that's the best post i've heard yeah it's better than all the biden people being like stop being so angry and fall in line yeah no it's de no he's definitely like um keep this um, keep america great for another four years kind of guy and i like yeah i mean those dudes were just like you know just saying really horrible shit and we're just really uh brutal and I had no reference for what they would become because I was their age. And like, now I know what those kinds of kids, how they kind of, who they become. Um, and like, I'm like, oh God, that's horrible. It's absolutely horrible.
it's really weird. Like a lot of those kids that like had no interest or curiosity about anything cultural or anything like international or anything really that interesting. And to think like, man, it's so crazy to just like come up that way and then be an adult and have no frame of reference for like really anything other than very popular mainstream pop culture is uh, just like so disturbing to me. Just so disturbing. So I really am hoping that that is not what happens. I think it's very unlikely that would happen yeah. unless you and unless you and uh caroline completely changed personalities and became completely different people <laughs> that's yeah, the yeah. only that's the only circumstance i can imagine that happening i mean yeah like people like that it's life is essentially a football game right so yeah and i went to like the friday night lights high school out in the side, like very much so that thing you, Bernie's out, you little pansy bitches. Quit your crying or whatever it said. I was like, God damn, dude. Honestly, that's I, I I appreciate that so much more because it's like true. Essentially, it's like that's that's what happened. They were like, yeah. no, fuck you. But it's all coded and it's all it, it's coded in this like civility language. It drives me fucking insane. But yeah, exactly. That's my feeling about it. I'm like, yeah, just yeah. like yeah, it's so much better when people are like, stop whining, pull your fucking pants up. Yeah. So you say to your kid. <laughs> For sure. You're artistic kid. <laughs> My son. I mean, yeah. What was the guy that ran for the Democrat? The Yang Wang. What was his name? Wang, dude. <laughs> Andrew Yang, the the Andrew guy, who, the 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 thousand dollars a month UBI guy. Yeah, that dude. Uh, I saw some guy the other day. It was like, I have made the decision that I will still write Andrew Yang's name in my vote, and I was like, damn, that's <laughs> that's really insane. It's a wild card. It's a wild card yeah. type deal. Respect, yeah. respect, respect. <laughs> wild it's up with a circular pipeline just wraps around itself just the same thing feeding over and over and w what do you mean <laughs> i don't know what i mean <laughs> a sense of quiet came over david and myself I actually all it. of us had a sense of quiet i pitched it to you to find out i, mean, I, that's kind, of feel, I kind of feel like my last relationship was a circular pipeline and it's just spiraling and there was never like you know it's like um when you see the end of when you see when you're in like a fucking absolute horrific water slide and you finally see the light at the end of the tunnel and you're like all right uh i never saw that light at the end of the tunnel in a circular pipeline it's kind of what comes to mind yeah it was a weird question i don't know that's <laughs> i had a sense of deep foreboding because i was like that's life dealing with the same shit over and over again that's the same thing i thought actually too i was kind of thinking like damn that's the inescapable swirl but the inescapable swirl of facing the same problems day in and day out i don't know boys are we losing steam here is the battery going on low what are the last things that would come down the pipe what's like end of life pipeline when you get to when you get real old what are you looking at that point does your cock still work at that point when does it like actually stop working completely i guess it depends i mean don't like uh retirement homes have like incredibly high rates of stds but yeah that's the qu I, I, yeah i'm wondering like is the pipeline wow. is the pipe still lining even at 87 years of age or is it it seems like the pipeline would just get to be like really basic, menial, elementary stuff. Like pipeline today is changing my underwear, making sure that I can swallow my food and that I, you know, stay up past 5 p.m. Like I feel like that's like what the pipeline really becomes end of life. 
when your product is end of life when it's, yeah. EOL, when it's eol uh it'll be eol on january 24th 2020 uh yeah um that seems kind of respectful i mean wake up and put on a suit and go sit on the porch yeah for sure so I hope that- that- I'm really, I'm really banking on end of life pipeline as uh, like the the true goal I see is to just have the two home thing, and that's if I can make it there, then that uh, I think I'll be shipping it. Damn, dude, the two home thing. Two homes. Two homes. Yeah, I'd be down for two homes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm really looking for the two homes. I, they don't have to be anything like insane, but just like the little spot here and the little spot there. You know what I mean? You're talking about a flying south for the winter type of deal. That's exactly right. It's a Jim Nielsen. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's pretty so, Seb, where where are you two homes at? Is it a, is it a north uh, south type of deal? Mind, I wouldn't mind sticking around the, the Pacific Northwest and then one in the desert. I think exactly right. I gotta say, I'm I'm fine with one home. I can do just one the home. one. Yeah, I can do the one. Honestly, I think I want like just the 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 medium sized condo in the city. So respectful. Yeah. So respectful. I don't think I need the detached corner unit. Kind of. I'm looking. You know what's coming down the pipe for me is probably living in Utah. Oh wow. What, yeah. When is is that next year? Is that? I, there's no way. There's no way to tell. Yeah. But that's a real We're thing that's on, on the horizon. We don't know yet. We don't know yet. Utah's tight. Yeah. Yeah. Respectful. How are we doing with Corona, boys? How's the Corona brain going? I keep well, checking. I've, the- I've, what were you gonna say? I keep checking the Johns Hopkins website, and it just things get fucking crazier and crazier. I feel like it, isn't it? It seems like the New York has reached reached like it's uh, peaked out. Yeah, I saw that. California. It seems like California might have too. I think Washington has. Yeah. I don't know. I saw the homie like two and a half, three weeks ago, and a week later he got sick and then got tested and had COVID. So. So I heard. I know what homie you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So. I, I haven't like I haven't like seen him in over two weeks, but I'm kind of like uh, fuck. But I don't know. What are you uh, fucking about? Well, I don't know. I like try and do the math. I'm like, well, I saw him, you know, and then a week, you know, whatever. A week later, he got sick, and I haven't seen him, like I said, in over two weeks. And so, you know, you're not sick. Is that what you're getting at? Yeah. Or like, you know, and then like some homie was like, oh, I heard you were some homie texted me yesterday. I was like, I heard you were around him. Hopefully you're being responsible because you could be asymptomatic. And I'm like, damn, dude, like, (laughs) you know, it just came out of came out of the woodwork at me. I'm like, okay, well, I don't know. You know, I've been around. Caroline, her roommate, all my coworkers, and no one's sick. No one's gotten sick, so I think I'm fine. But it, it definitely uh, tripped me up there for a minute. I was like, fuck, I'm going to get coronavirus. This is going to suck. Then have you had that thought of, like, I'm trapped in my body. This is really happening. This shit's really real. Yeah. Uh, I have had the feeling of, like, just, like, uh, waking up one day and it being, like, a um, Twilight Zone episode. And they're like, this was just a test. Or, like... Like you find out like a year and a half later that it never actually really existed. Um, like whatever. That's where I've been at. I'm just like, is this just even? Is this even real right now? Like, uh, yeah. Memory wipe. Just yeah, year, and memory a, year and a half. You're like, oh yeah, I was just taking my cup in April. Yeah. All of a sudden, yeah, all of a sudden, like we try and reflect back on this time, and no one can really remember it. <laughs> I mean, I guess in a sense that is probably going to happen. It'll be minimized for sure. 
I read some shit that like we might get in the clear and then it might come back in the fall. That's yeah, that like, seems like that's the thing that I've been like most like not stoked on. Is the potential that we just go? go, ahead, go. Uh, I was gonna say just the potential of having to live with this per- the perpetual fear of like quarantine looming over our heads for the next couple of years. I guess they should they could come up with a vaccine before then. I think quarantine is just a fact of life. I feel like from now on, no matter what happens, people are gonna be like, oh, we might have to do that again. God damn. Yeah, that is so crazy. I mean, how could it not? I mean, that's how I'm going to think of it. Like, uh, it's really tight, really relaxing, chill. What? <laughs> Dave, you just said something and I can't fucking remember what it was that I was going to follow up on. It's like when I'm at work. <laughs> to follow um, up. Got to follow about, up. About, get, about me stressing out about getting it? Um, no, but I don't think you're going to get it. I thought you had decided you're not going to get it. I mean, I don't think I'm going to. My homie just got it. This girl, she went to the ER yesterday and they sent her home. Damn. Yeah, because she didn't have, like, enough of an issue. She was, like, freaking out. Like, couldn't, like, have tightness in her chest and shit. But she's got it. Uh, I think so, yeah. She got tested and I don't know if she's gotten her results back yet. But, like, all the symptoms are pretty obviously pointing towards it. So... I like secretly just want to have it already. I just want to get it over I feel with. Like I might have already had it in the winter. I was sick, but it just felt like kind of fluish or whatever. That's the worst part about it because I got sick as shit when I got back from Seattle, and that's like when it blew open was when I was out there. And now I'm like, but there's no way of telling. So right. Oh, yeah, when, I, when I went to New Mexico, Caroline's roommate had like coronavirus description to a T, and we left town. And then when we came back, like I remember when we were flying back, there was like people with masks there airport we're like oh damn is this like a thing now because we knew there was like two or three cases or something in seattle but it or two cases or whatever and so we were thinking like oh shit maybe he just had it you're rocking n95s now though right for work i'm doing n95s most i don't even really do them at work i mostly just do them um like when i go to the grocery store and stuff do you have an extra because man i went to costco it was fucked off people were jammed up in the aisle the pipeline was fucked there was no six footers going on at costco it was insane i have two really i've definitely worn both of them um i'll tap i don't know i mean they're your masks but i don't ever i don't want to go out ever again without a mask at this point based on the experience i had yeah you should order one i know a bunch of homies ordered them ordered like not n95s but masks this week and got them in a couple days so yeah in, in la they're selling these masks on the street corners that's what i've been using they're so legit <laughs> oh to him they're, they don't do anything. I can't. I can't believe that they accomplish any goal aside from making everyone else around you feel slightly safer. Security okay. theater. Security theater is what it's called. Seb, your audio is fucked off. <laughs> You're yeah, way dog. quiet. You're way quiet on us. Uh, there we go. Oh, really? Uh, Shaq, oh really? Uh, Shaq, um, now you're completely zero. Shaq was talking about the second curve. It's like a thing. He was just like, yeah, there's going to be a second. But we we're talking really? about what that's going to look like. Yeah. When do you think it hits? As soon as quarantine ends. I think it comes right back. Just immediately, well, I was, yeah. I think I was reading that there's been a couple countries. I don't know if it was Hong Kong. But there's been a couple places where they've like been like, all right, let's let off of, let's like let people re-enter. And then it came back. That's Yeah, that sounds like what we're talking about. So, I mean, I don't think that they can jump the gun by May. I don't I don't think we're going back by May. Yeah, it's supposed to end in, the quarantine in LA ends May 15th. It may end. Yeah, uh, yeah we're going, we're going to June. Most likely that's so dreaded i know for especially for my work what's coming down the pipeline office wise is that shit's supposed to be closed until may but honestly they probably won't open it up way later because 
they got to do every single office. So it's like an international, they got to do them all at once. It's international. So damn. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's Just working remote for that long. I mean, I'm getting used to it at this point. It's kind of a bummer. I re- actually really don't like it, but what am I going to do? Uh, I actually like it. Do you yoink Remote. ever? Do you ever yoink off screen while you're on a call? Or off a call, I guess? Yoink on no. Slack? No, not, not yoinking uh, on a call. That's wild. Can you, can you yoink with one hand and Slack with the other, though? Yeah, because I'm, my mouse hand is my right hand, <laughs> and my yoink hand is my left hand. <laughs> No, you know what? Same. <laughs> it's kind of a same type of deal. That's wild, actually. Oh, hey, man, that's something we got in common. Something right, you and boys. I can relate to. Boys, I gotta, I gotta log out here. Dave, it was a pleasure to see you. It's always a pleasure to see you, boys. I love you all. Yeah. Shall we just call it for now, gentlemen? Yeah. Call it. All right, you're all beautiful humans. I love you. All right, I love you. Bye.